Welcome to KC Corner, episode 134. 134, Brooksy. I love it. So, oh, yeah. Good I'm a, morning. I'm, a, I'm the traveling man this week uh, out in Arizona. The working man out in Arizona. So that's <laughs> fantastic. But it's warm there as well. Is that correct? Uh, not really, actually. It was, uh, it's like 40, 45, 50 right now. I think you'll get okay. up in the 60s today. So cold for Florida, man. That is cold for Florida, man. Is that what it's normal, like it's out there right now? Do you know? Is that normal temperature? I think so, yeah. It's it's similar to Florida, like, you know, 50, 60. It, it does actually snow. It gets a little colder. I've been out here before when it snowed, which was shocking. No I thought way. It was desert and it didn't snow. But, yeah, it, it gets a, a little bit colder here. Okay. And there's different elevation throughout the state, so probably different. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, sorry for everybody for us figuring out the weather in Arizona, but it's very interesting. Geography and weather nuts. It's so good. We give everything, Brooks. <laughs> now, I, I know recently you were out there and you played golf. Are you going to be able to play golf? Not, no golf this time, sadly. Yeah. All work and no play? Come on, all, Brooks. All work and no play. All work and That's no play. That's too bad. <laughs> well, listen, take it off. No matter what. Boss, man. <laughs> all right. Well, Brooks, it's always good to be together, and thank you for working Casey Corner into your work schedule, getting up a little bit earlier and doing mm-hmm. it. So blessings to you, my dear friend. No worries, no worries. And I know this past Sunday it was a, a thin crew with the with the sound crew back there. Um, yeah, we we're missing we, a couple of people. We were missing a couple of people. All that was left was JP Jakes, and uh, <laughs> he did a great job. He recruited Allie Jakes to help. So. Uh, I know that you were gone uh, and Amy uh, to a wedding. Chris was out of town. So, yeah, but, hey, God was gracious. It was a great week. And, uh, uh, you know, Advent. Advent's here, Brooks. It's so uh, uh, such a great time of year. And I say it every year, like, let's not be too busy. And it seems like every year it just gets busier. You know, it's been already crazy. But some great things. We had our first Friday fellowship last Friday at our house uh and i saw and you dressed up of... like santa you had a nice uh nice big beard <laughs> and, and saw some pictures well you know uh, i got that from bob hackett he showed up with that but i took it immediately off because it smelled like beef and cheese <laughs> <laughs> and so um yeah but yeah so it was uh it was great and uh you know we had uh the worship team over and some of the sound people for the andrew peterson concert and dinner on monday night and that was fantastic and uh, you know, we had a great uh, All the King's Men on my back porch Friday night. Had some good Papa B wings. So nice. a lot, lot of lot of activities, which is great. That so, is great. That is great. Like, I know we don't have a guest. It was great having Nina last week. I mean, she yes. was interesting. Wasn't that great? I, I, I didn't know anything about her story. And that was pretty incredible uh, of what she had to say and what she's doing here in Central Florida as well. It is really incredible. And it's just wonderful. You know, let me use that as a uh, just kind of a link to where we're going to go. You know, when you think about Nina's story, and you think about not only her ministry, but let's talk first and foremost about her rescue. I mean, how God would call her to herself. Here's a young woman born in Taiwan, you know, uh, at t- age 10, moving to the States, uh, r- raised somewhat in a Buddhist home, I believe. And then, you know, through work is in China and really comes to know Christ in China. And at the same time, God's working in her family life and they too are becoming Christians. And you think, you know, our God Brooks, he's such an amazing savior and he doesn't miss any that he's set his heart on to rescue. And, you know, it's, it's really Christmas is the celebration of the rescue of us all. Mm -hmm. It's the celebration that God came for sinners and he came for us. It includes us. And, uh, 
you know, I, I love that reality. It's so personal. And you see somebody like Nina and you, and you hear her story and it's so interesting just to hear it. But when it unfolds in a way where you see that God rescued her, it's just like, wow, that's so cool. Um, and she and, talked about it with the the Taiwanese culture about how they're kind of workaholics. She said everyone in her family are workaholics and to be uh, to have faith when you're when you have that type of personality is pretty incredible as well. It really is. And, you know, seeing her life, I think that's still a big part of her life. I mean, yes, she can get a yes. lot done. You know, so uh, <laughs> uh, I would imagine in school she was the one who turned in extra assignments and stuff mm -hmm. like that. You know? Yeah, so, reminded the teacher to collect the homework and everything. Exactly. <laughs> Aren't we supposed to have a pop quiz today? I'm like, oh, my goodness. So anyway, but when you think of Rahab, you know, so last week, uh, last Sunday, uh, we, we, uh, I had the privilege of introducing Rahab and I don't even know Brooks, you probably haven't had a chance to listen to it. Have oh, you? I, so we had a, I was able to download the podcast and cause our, my flight out here, four and a half hours with no wifi. Um, oh, so I, no. I kept busy. I kept busy it's and a, was able to listen to it. I got it downloaded in time. Oh, you did. Okay. Yes. Fantastic. Well, yes. good for you. Okay. That's so impressive. Bro. Four, so, four and a half hours, no Wi-Fi, middle seat on a Southwest flight. Wouldn't wish that upon anyone. So, ooh, but I, no, but no, I, had, no. I had your voice in my ears. We were good to go. <laughs> well, the good thing is, Brooks, please let the people know the sermon was not four and a half hours. Yes. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it was only 35 or 30. I don't know what it was, but anyway, but you think about Nina and, and her rescue and really Rahab uh, it was it should have been the destruction uh, of of uh, Jericho instead of the destruction of Jericho, which in many ways it was. It's the rescue of Rahab. I mean, she was in the crosshairs of God's judgment. She was kind of like right in the middle of the way of what God's story was going to roll through town and, and fulfill some promises. And yet here is a Canaanite harlot who God is going to rescue. And it's, uh, it's the 911 rescue in the midst of Jericho of Rahab. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It says, but those with faith are saved um, and God's people will know. And just like, how, how could she have known that? How could she have been drawn to that to, to keep these people there? Well, it said, you know, God made a promise that the people's hearts would melt with fear. And he kept that promise because Rahab said, hey, everybody's terrified. You know, we heard, what happened in Egypt. We heard about uh, the plagues and the crossing of the Red Sea. We, we heard about the kings that were in your way that got mowed over. And, uh, you know, our hearts melt with fear. And I love it because God told Moses, this is what's going to happen. Um, and I, I love thinking about how did she hear the stories? I mean, you know, probably her job <laughs> probably <laughs> provided the ability for a lot of information to be coming into town. But mm -hmm. the beauty of this to me, Brooks, is, you know, it's one thing to hear and have your heart melt with fear, but think of the grace of God for her to hear and have her heart melt with faith. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, faith was, listen, I know that God gave you this land. I, mm -hmm. I know that you, that God is, Yahweh is the, the, the Lord of heaven and earth. You know, I know this reality. And wow. I mean, talk about great faith, and that faith would certainly save her. So, incredible. just to admit that uh, that uh, God has given you this land, you know, you think people are trying to defend their land, and like, okay, hey, this is ours. Like, you can't take this yeah. away from us. But the but the way that she had faith, like, I know this is yours. I know this is going to happen. It's incredible. Yeah, and it's just so beautiful. And mm -hmm. 
the poor woman, she never lost her title. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, even in the Hall of Fame of Faith in Hebrews 11, it's, it's you know, Rahab the prostitute or Rahab the harlot. And, uh, but, you know, her ultimate title is Rahab the child of King Jesus, Rahab the child of, of God. And, and that's a beautiful thing. So, and that not only would she be rescued, Brooks, but she too would find her way into Jesus's genealogy. Uh, um, and, and again, this whole sermon series is how beautiful it is that Christmas is the celebration that God came to rescue sinners. And, you know, I love the fact that when, when he shows us Tamar in that weird situation, he shows us Rahab. Um, it's clear God came to save even Canaanite uh, prostitutes uh, by God's grace through faith. It's good yeah, the, stuff. The fact that the Rahab story was toned down a little bit this week and, you know, we're just working with a prostitute um, this past week is pretty incredible, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's hard to believe that it's a toned down story, but yes, I guess it, it really was to Tamar. And the next one. So what I hope to say, the next one is even, I think, even further in some ways toned down. Uh, it's we're going to meet Ruth and Ruth, uh, her story takes up a whole book of the Bible. And so it's a amazingly beautiful story. It's not a long book, but in, in God's providence, it is the book of Ruth. Uh, it, we find it right at the end of Judges and right before First Samuel. And it's 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 strategically placed there by God um, to say, hey, the book of Judges tells us that after Joshua passed away, all these uh, you know, people were doing what was right in their own eyes and they kept on getting in trouble. And it kept it kept saying there were no there was no king in Israel at that time. And people were 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 crazy. And uh they were sinful and they kept needing rescue. But first uh, Samuel is going to introduce, as we know, the kings that's going to do Saul and eventually David and the David's line and that promise. But the wonderful con connection between uh, judges and first Samuel is the book of Ruth. And it's just this beautiful love story um, starts off painful, but it's, it, it tells the reader and it tells us that by the way, uh, the king that's coming named David He's going to have Moabite blood in him, um, and the Moabites, uh, like the Canaanites, they, they're they're a little bit better. But even talk about scandalous. Um, the Moabites and the Ammonites in the Bible come from Lot, and it was when Lot was fleeing from Sodom and Gomorrah. It's a weird, terrible, icky story that his daughters say, "Uh oh, we don't have any men around here. We got to have children. Let's get dad drunk." And, uh, um, and so with that little, uh, tryst, uh, you have, uh, two, two nations being born, the Ammonites and the Moabites. Hmm. And so for, for the Israelites, they know this, they, they know the story. And so the Moabites they they kind of are, you know, the people on the family tree that, uh, that you don't talk about, you know, they're, they're the people like, Ooh, you know, that's not, a, that's not a great thing. And here, and the whole story of Ruth, and again, I won't preach the whole thing, but, um, you know, she she is a, a Moabite who marries into uh, uh, the, the Israelite family. It's a family of Elimelech, which means God is our king, which I just love. Um, and you would think they have all nothing but bad luck. I mean, Brooks, we don't believe in luck. God is sovereign over all things, or at least we're not supposed to, all right? We're supposed to believe in the sovereignty and providence of God. But... You would think 
okay, she gets connected to Yahweh and to his family uh, through this, uh, this tribe, this man from Bethlehem. Um, and her father-in-law dies, her brother-in-law dies, and her husband dies. And I would start thinking, man, I want to get out of Dodge. I mean, <laughs> I mean, holy cow, people are dropping like flies in this family. I mean, who is this God? And yet, um, in the midst of a pit, she too has faith. And she says some of the most beautiful words to her mother-in-law, Naomi. Hey, listen, where you go, I go. Where, where you stay, I stay. And you're God, my God. And uh, it's a beautiful uh, statement of faith. And through that, God's going to provide what's called a kinsman redeemer. We'll talk more about that. It's it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. And that leads her to a, a man named Boaz. And yeah, that which puts her like, I think she's like the great grandmother, David. I mean, it's, it's uh, right on the doorstep. So it's beautiful. Um, we'll talk more about that Sunday, but I probably gave more than I should. I was going to say, it sounds, you seem pretty fired up about it. You almost gave it all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, by God's grace, I've never, I never woke up on a Sunday morning and wasn't excited to share God's word. Sometimes I'm terrified that I don't think it's, it's sewn up the way it should, or it's, it's not as complete as it was, but I'm always encouraged to, uh, to share. Uh, it's such a joy. So, I mean, but how, I, I could gotta, you not, how could you not, especially with these stories that have been told uh, over the past few weeks uh, and, and how they've been connected to Jesus and how just incredible their stories are. It's so true. Listen, um, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a story. And again, I want to set it up by saying, I, I love my dad and he's such an amazing blessing. And I have, I have my dad. He's still, he's still not only uh, physically uh, healthy at 90 years old, he mentally is very, very sharp. And so he was, he came to church on Sunday, which is his custom on communion Sunday to drive over from Lakeland. And uh, he and my brother were there and then he stayed so he could, go uh, to the memorial service of our most senior saint who passed in the glory, uh, Dottie Teolis. And so um, he was able to come to all the King's men on, on Sunday, sitting in the back porch. And we're, we're talking about um, uh, during that discussion, Hey, you got the Tamar story and the Rahab story. And then, and, and I kind of wanted to get, do the ends justify the means? I mean, you have kind of weird things that happen, you know, that, that lead to God's blessing. Like, you know, Tamar dressing up, pretending she's a harlot. And here you have Rahab the harlot lying about the whereabouts of the spies. And yet the story turns out well for both of them. So um, we were talking about that. I was excited. And my dad says, I love you, dad. I don't know if he'll listen. He says, uh, are we going to have the traditional Christmas story? (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to have like, it's Advent and we're hearing about Rahab and Tamar and, you know, you know, Ruth. I mean, where the heck are the shepherds in the manger? I mean, what's going on here, you know? And so. You tell uh, them, pipe I, down, Grandpa. We haven't gotten I was, like, I was like, pop down, he pops, you know, let's uh, let's uh, put a cap on it here. So, you know, he is dead. And so I got to do that. One of the Ten Commandments, honor your father and your mother, you know? So I'm like, yes, sir. You know, and the last one in the line is Mary. So it's hard to not have that be the traditional story but um and and i think that that's part of it brooks is like the bible is as you and i have talked about i mean it's so amazingly filled with stories and so here we go into advent and maybe we're we're in a uh uh you know we've we've picked a road 
to Advent to the manger that's a little bit less traveled as you look at the genealogy of who's in there with Jesus. But but it's fascinating because to me, uh, it opens up the bigger story, the bigger promises. And, and that's just kind of a cool thing. We want to have a smart and, you know, in-depth uh, congregation and church. Body. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, there's a sense where we want to preach the, Paul says, the whole counsel of God. I mean, we want to tell you the whole story, you know, not just the, mm-hmm. not just the appendix of the New Testament. You got to hear the whole thing. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is yeah. great. Um, all right. Well, I think that that's, I think that that's really uh, a good lead in and kind of a wrap up. Uh, and a lot of the things that we've done kind of as a update with what's going on at King's Chapel, which I know you're going to ask me, is that right? Oh yeah. You're already ready though. <laughs> um, hey, we got a we got a uh, luncheon after church this Sunday. We'll be decorating um, some uh, uh, cookies, and then you know give a card to folks to be able to pass to their neighbors to invite them to our Christmas Eve service. But Brooks, I, one of the things I lament that you and Amy missed because you were out of town for that wedding um, was that man? I'm telling you, our foyer uh, when the number of presents, you know, we we were able to our our little church i mean our blessed church uh you know we were able to get 60 uh children in foster care presents and and they include someone rolled in a bike i mean there was some amazing (laughs) uh presence and you know as as katie said she got tears in her eyes too just looking at uh, the generosity of king's chapel giving to others and we tried to uh, fill 200 um stockings we probably bit off a little bit more than we can chew and with with 60 presents on top of that i think we filled in like 125 and so uh if you're able to bring go to the dollar store anybody listening come to church and bring uh you know five or ten dollars uh fifteen dollars worth of things from the dollar store we'll stuff some more stockings this week as well so uh, that's the big thing that's left uh with advent other than you know, jump into the book. I haven't even posted on our Advent devotional yet, and uh, hopefully we'll get to that today. And um, But uh, Christmas Eve is coming. And if nothing else, I hope that anybody's listening, would you sleep, please say a prayer for our Christmas Eve services, for all of our services, that God would use them to draw um, our neighborhood to Christ and that our community, and we would be a church that just boldly, boldly proclaims the good news that produces great joy. That's for all people. Incredible. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I didn't miss the cookie decorating. I thought that was going on <clears throat> last week with the stocking stuffing. So um, I get to show my artistic abilities with the, with the cookie decorating. Well, you know, Brooks, I've seen that. Cause I know that anytime the Jakes have cookie decorating, you usually show up there too. And so mm-hmm. uh, you, you've, you've made some, uh, I'm, I'm the, the I'm the Picasso of Christmas cookies. You are that's a good description. You are the Picasso of Christmas cookies. That's it's awesome. it's abstract. It. You guys wouldn't get it. <laughs> you got to be at a certain intellectual level. I get yeah. it. That's beautiful, Brooks. That's <laughs> awesome. All right. So do you have a busy day today? Uh, yeah. Th- this is our full day. So we got out, landed about 11 a.m. yesterday. Um, this is kind of our full day out here in Arizona. So okay, um, what, you, but I'm, you, I'm two hours what, behind. So. Uh, I still got time to wake up a little bit. Okay, that's awesome. Hey, lastly, when, when do you come back? Um, looking like probably I think tomorrow. Um, yeah, got some got some more traveling to do. 
Okay, so looking like tomorrow means that like you don't have a ticket yet, or is it? Yeah, uh, I was supposed uh, to. I was supposed to go to San Antonio uh, and then come back Saturday, but not sure if we're doing that still. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen. Thank you for the update. You didn't get a chance to watch the bolts last night, did you? I d- I did not. Sadly, it was awful. I mean, it was. Uh, <laughs> We lost four to two. Uh, we won't take up much more time. We had one of the worst first periods ever, uh, but uh, hey, it's still a joy watching them. So go Bolts. Go Bolts. Absolutely. And we'll see you guys uh, this Sunday. Be safe, Brooks. Blessings, everybody. <laughs>